first and foremost, I want to um, take this time to say thank you to everyone who takes time out of their busy day to listen to my podcast. I appreciate every single one of you. I know I haven't been posting much, but I am dealing with a few things in my personal life with my health, but I'm trying to get back into the swing of things. So if you guys would just bear with me, I'm going to slowly but surely get this train running again, okay? Thank you guys again. Now, with that being said, hey, y'all, welcome back to my podcast. As you can tell by the title, today we're talking about sugar daddies. We're not going to waste no time. We're going to get in this bag, and we're going to get this story time started, okay? So, let's get to it. So, if you're new to my podcast, I have three best friends, purple, white, and blue. Um, purple and white, they are married with kids, and blue is like me, she's single. So, me and blue, we tend to hang a little more, hang a little tighter, because, you know, purple and white is married. Although we are all close, we are all best friends, it's just, I'm just a little closer with blue. Now, one thing about my best friend, blue, she sometimes just comes up with the most craziest ideas. So one day she called me and she was saying that she is going to get a sugar daddy. Just out of the blue. And I'm like, what? She said, well, she's been watching some TV shows. She's been looking at a couple of things online. And she thinks she's going to get her sugar daddy. And that we should do it together. Now, one thing about my best friend, Blue, is once she get an idea stuck in her head, y'all, she thinks of nothing else. She is going to do whatever she got to do to pursue this idea and accomplish whatever she's trying to accomplish. Literally, that's how she is. Like, once it's in her head, it's stuck there. And so I'm like... Uh, a sugar daddy. She was like, yeah, I've been watching these shows and these women, they don't ever have to work. And these men basically just take care of them. Now, don't get me wrong. I do watch a little TV show. Sometimes I do watch reality TV. Not much, but every once in a while. Me personally, I feel like 90% of those reality TV shows are false. They have to portray these women or men in a certain way to lure you in to watch it. And I think some of the stuff could be fabricated. So I'm just like, oh no, she didn't watch something on TV. She didn't read something online. So now she want to find a sugar daddy. And she was like, she's been researching it and she think we should do it together. Now that she goes speaking that French shit. (laughs) That we, no, 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 we don't need a sugar daddy. You need a sugar daddy. You want a sugar daddy. Don't put me in on it. Blue, she always wants to include you in her escapades. And when I say always want to include you, mainly me because purple and white is married. So I'm just like, nah, 
Now, when I think of a sugar daddy, and excuse me for being this naive. Now, this is in the beginning. I think that a sugar daddy is like an old, dirty man who's married and pay women or men, whatever his preference, to do all the nastiest things that their wife won't do. That's what I think of when I think of a sugar daddy. So I was interested. But blue being blue, she's very persistent. She talks about it and talks about it. But I'm just like, whatever, you go do it. You research it, you do it. And she just insisted that I research it. Research it, you never know. You may like it. And, you know, what What you got to lose? That's her favorite line. What you got to lose? What's the worst that could happen? Look. Stop including me in your craziness. And she's like, I'm just trying to, you know, basically, she trying to come up. She want to pocket her check and basically have some sugar daddy paying her bills. I don't need that. I pay my bills just fine, and I pocket what I need to just fine. I'm not struggling. I'm good. Now, I don't want to get too much into Blue's financial status, but Blue sometimes have her priorities messed up. I'll just say that. So, a couple of days had passed by, and she we're on um, we're on video chat, and she tells me you really should look into it. You never know; you may like it. At least it's something you can say you tried. Like, what's the worst that could happen? And I'm like, I don't want to try it though. Like, it'd be different if I was interested in it, but I don't want to try it. And she just like. We could do it together. This would be something that we could experience together. And I'm just like, in all honesty, half the things that you didn't experience, you didn't experience with me. But this ain't going to be one. So, a couple of days pass by again. Um, Every once in a while, me and my friends, we all get together and we have lunch. Um, So, we're at lunch and, you know, we all having a good time. It's time to part ways. Purple and blue go their way and. I go my way, and here come Blue following behind me, steady trying to convince me to research this sugar daddy life, right? So, later on that night, now around this time, I don't have a boyfriend, but I am talking to someone. Does that make sense? I think that makes sense. Like, we're not dating. We're just in the process of getting to know each other. But it's so obvious that we like each other. So, he ended up making me mad. And me and him ended up stopped talking. And I was just, I was just so, I was in my feelings this particular night. I'm not going to lie. I was so in my feelings. Because one thing I hate to do is waste my time when it comes to men. I prefer you to just let me know up front what you want. So, I can know if it's worth pursuing. Because if not, here you are six months, a year, two years down the line, and then you finally realize that you don't have nothing to come in, um, you, you're not really attracted to them, blase, 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 and I just don't want that. So we end up stopped talking, and I said, you know what, I'm going to research this stuff. So I did. I researched it for hours. I got up the next morning for work. I called Blue. We all work in the morning, so I already knew she was up. I was like, well, I researched the whole sugar daddy thing. And she was like, good. You know, she was excited, y'all. And she was just like, well, what did you find? Honestly, I told her, 
I found a lot of websites that cater more to like skinnier women or thick women. Now, everybody definition of thick is different, but pertaining to this story time, when I say thick, I mean altered. When I say altered, I mean these women either had their butt done, their breasts done, some part of their face done. They had some work done. That's what I mean when I say thick. Now, it was a couple of websites dedicated to big women, but they were so bland, y'all. Like, you ever go to a dating website and it's just, the lighting on the site ain't right, the template ain't right. It just it just looked like um, a basket case. Like, uh, they don't really need that much, so we're just going to chunk this together. But if you go to the other websites, I guess the more popular ones, oh, they look all nice and colorful and great, uh, the, um... The template is awesome. So I was like, yeah, they don't really cater too much to the big women. So I researched it and yeah, I'm good. And so she was like, well, did you create a page on one of them? I was like, no, like they wasn't even luring me in to even create any type of page. It actually looked sad. The websites looked so sad. Like they need to redo them. They need to have, they need to. They just need to start from scratch, really. They need to scratch that website and start from the ground up, really. And I won't say the website because I honestly don't know if it's still up. I'm going to have to look. But anyways, so I get to work. I'm going on with my day. She's going on with her day. Later on, while we're at work, it's basically my lunchtime. I get a call from her. And... She's like, basically, she was talking to one of her co-workers, and it turns out that she has a sugar daddy. Now, let me tell you one more thing about Blue. Blue got a co-worker that has experienced everything in life. Do you hear me? If you say you wanted to go to the moon, I guarantee you she got a co-worker that's already been there. If you wanted to go see what it's like by the Bermuda Triangle, she got a co-worker that just came back from the, the Bermuda Triangle a week ago. Like, I know it's very far-fetched, but that's how she is. She got a co-worker that has experienced every single thing in this world, in this li- in life. But then again, she's also one of those people who would make it seem like she knows somebody that experienced it just to get you on board. But in reality... Y'all both are experiencing it for the first time together. I hope that made sense. So, seeing that I know this about her because she is my best friend, I was like, hmm, all of a sudden you got a friend now, a co-worker. They got a sugar daddy. She was like, yeah. I was like, oh, really? I said, okay. I said, I want to meet her. She was like, okay, hold on. So, she puts me on hold. She goes. She comes back like 10 minutes. And she said, basically, the girl said that she's off tomorrow, but that morning she has a hair appointment. But basically, by the time we get off, she can meet us. So I was like, okay, cool. We found this little um, bar restaurant area that was like right in the middle of all of us. And we was going to meet there. Now, I'm for sure, I'm for certain, let me say that, that's there's no girl 
it is going to be me and Bluedell. So, it's confirmed. The girl going to come meet us tomorrow. Cool. Me and Blue get off the phone. I go home. Of course, we all talk later on, me and all my best friends, like we always do. And the next day comes. I get off of work. I head to the restaurant. Blue's already there. I get there. The girl, she's like 15 minutes late, but then she comes. Y'all, let me just say this. I love to see my women of color with their natural beauty. Natural hair, natural face. I, I just think it's just gorgeous. Skin glowing. She looked it so cute, y'all. But in the same token, I love to see my women of color looking beat to the gods, y'all. She had just got her hair done. So her hair was laid and slayed. Her makeup was beat to the gods. And she looked it so cute. She looked it cute, y'all. And I'm looking at her like, hmm, maybe we got something here. Now, she's a big girl herself. Now, I have said this before, but I'm going to say it again. Every big girl is built different. We're not all built the same. I mean, just like any human being. Now, you have some big girls who are more top-heavy, kind of square and lacking in the back. You got some who are more bottom-heavy and more lacking at the top and then you got the ones that just all around they got they bottom heavy they top heavy they just they big they just a big girl but they proportionate with it right i mean they still a big girl but they big everywhere it look good though and that's how she was we're gonna call her let's call her kitty that's how kitty was she's kind of built like me now, if you want to know how Blue is built, Blue is top heavy, but she's she's lacking in the back in the back part, y'all. But she's very top heavy. So when she pulls up, she comes, she sits down, she introduces herself to me. Um, we order some drinks, we order some appetizers, and basically we get to talking. Um, I'm just basically asked her like, is anything off limits? She was like, no. Ask me whatever you want. Cool. So I just jumped right into it. I said, so how did you meet your sugar daddy? She basically said that she was dating this guy for seven years. And then just one day he told her that he didn't want to be in a relationship no more, that he had got a promotion and that he would be moving in a week. And that's what he did. He broke up with her, got his promotion, and he moved to another state. She said she was so devastated because, you know, of course she thought this guy would be the guy she would marry. She said so she was depressed. She was moping around the house. If she wasn't working, she was moping around the house. And her friends got tired of seeing her like that. So they all took a trip to Miami for the weekend. She said while while they were in Miami... They ran into these businessmen at a restaurant or wherever they were at. She said one of the men kept staring at her. She was waiting for him to say something, but he just kept staring at her. And finally, he came and he said something to her and basically wanted her number. She said she wasn't with it because he's, he's nothing 
like the men she date. He's not her type. But she said, what's the worst could happen? Look at her sounding like blue. Um, she had just broke up with the dude. He broke her heart. So she's just looking for somebody to occupy her time. So they exchanged numbers. She said she made it back home. A couple of days later, he hit up. She said they talked for like four days. And then on the fifth day, he basically hit her with the, he was married. And basically, um, he basically apologized for, you know, for not telling her sooner. And if she didn't want to talk to him, he understood. He said, but he wanted to let her know that he likes to indulge in the sugar daddy lifestyle. And is she aware of that? Like, is she aware of what a sugar daddy is? And she was like, yeah, basically I know what a sugar daddy is. And asked her if she ever had one, and she was like, no. And he was like, well, basically when he saw her, he wanted her. He thought she was gorgeous, and he wanted her. And if he had to pay whatever, he would do that just to spend time with her because all of his friends was looking at her, but he was the only one brave enough to come and ask her for her number. And he said, now, if, you, if you're not into this, I totally understand. You know, gave her some kind of, I appreciate you talking to me. If you never want to talk to me again, blase, blase, blase. She said she basically hit him with the let me think about it. So she said for a couple of days she thought about it, and then it dawned on her. You know, she did everything the right way. You know, she was with this man, faithful to this man for seven years, and then he just left her. So basically, if if the man she's being faithful with, faithful to, is going to screw her over, at least let a man that she's somewhat attracted to pay for her time. She said so. <clears throat> she called him and they talked and they basically came to an agreement. She said, she's going to tell me this. She said, basically, this is what I'm going to tell you. If you ever decide to indulge in this lifestyle, when it comes to these sugar daddies, you need to be very specific with your boundaries because they're going to tell you straight up what they want and what they don't want. So you need to be very specific, specific. And I said, okay. So she said they uh, talked about payment arrangements. Um, she decided she was going to do it through PayPal. And that was that. I said, okay. So, I mean, has he paid you yet? Now, she said around this time, as far as the current day of when we was meeting up with her, she said she has been talking to him for a year and three months. I said, oh, okay. She said the first amount of money he gave her was $500. And then um, after he gave her the $500, he called her and told her that he wanted her to go to her cell phone carrier and see how much it would cost to get her an iPhone because he wanted to FaceTime her. I guess, you know, when he was available or when they talked or whatever. And she had an Android. So, for her to go to her carrier and see how much the iPhone cost. She said, so, I did that. And I messaged him and told him it cost blase, blase, blase. And he was like, okay. She said, and okay, you know, basically tell him, hey, get you this. You want this uh, iPhone with this many gigabytes. Uh, make sure you get you a protective case. And 
um, basically sent her the money. And she walked out the store with a brand new iPhone. Paid for. She said she was shocked. She said when she got in her car, she couldn't believe this. Like, she said she was just waiting to wake up from a dream. She said because she had, like I said, been with this guy for seven years. And this guy she didn't even know had really kind of helped her and did more for her than basically he did. And I was like, really? She said, yeah, when I looked at it. She said she just couldn't believe it. She said she couldn't believe it was this easy. She said, I couldn't. I said, okay. So we fast forwarded. And I asked her, okay, so when was the first time y'all had sex? She said, we actually just had sex recently, twice. So I said, so you telling me a year and a couple of months, you just had sex with this man twice? He said, yeah. One thing about him, he travels international a lot. And he's gone a lot. So he's barely in the States. And... Normally, he comes into the States when it's coming close to like a holiday or maybe his kid's birthday or something. But he's always out of state all the time. I was like, okay. She said, but this particular time, he was in state and he was in state on a layover. It just so happens he was in our state. Um, He called me. I was at work. She said he told me um, that he wanted to see me. Um, Could I get out for work? And she said that she told him she couldn't. She said that he basically told her, I tell you what, how many hours you got left on your shift? She said three. He said, I'll pay you what you would make in three hours, and I'll double it if you're able to get out of work. She said, so you know what I did? I said, got your ass out of work. (laughs) She said, yeah, I went and I told my manager something. I left. He basically gave me the um, direction. He basically pinned his location. I went home, you know, got me a little to-go bag, and I headed to the hotel. She said it was a really nice hotel. She's in our city, maybe because we from here, it just it's just so boring to us. She said, but she had never seen this part of our city before. And she said the hotel was beautiful. She said she got there. She went up to the room, and he was, you know, laying on the bed, watching TV, and he got up, and he hugged her. She said he hugged me for a long time. She said, now, mind you, this is really our first time seeing each other face-to-face as far as in person. Now, we have FaceTime plenty of time. I said, oh, so the first time y'all seen each other face-to-face, y'all basically had sex. She said, yeah. She said, and he hugged me for a long time, and he just kept kissing me and kissing me and kissing me. And she said he was a good kisser. And he asked her, you know, was she hungry? And she was like, yeah. And so he, you know, put on whatever, and they went downstairs to the little restaurant or whatever. She said it was nice. They had a wine bar and everything. She said we had a good time. The food was good. She said we got back up to the room. She said, I went, I took me a shower, and after that, basically, we had sex twice. Um, He fell asleep, and she said, I was just basically sitting up on my phone, watching TV, and he woke up in like a couple of hours, and he was getting ready for his flight. 
so once he woke up, he started getting ready. And at this point, I remember her saying he was using the L word now, that he loved her. And I asked her, well, do you love him? She said, I care for him. She said, but one thing that she had a problem with was when they first made their arrangement, he basically told her it was like a business arrangement, that he always want her to remember that. It's like a business arrangement. And she said she always kept that in mind. She said because it's hard not to fall for someone that you talk to all the time, that's doing for you. She said, but she always remember what he said. It's a business arrangement. But he was going back on what he said because he had fallen in love with her. She said, so anyways... That he told her that he had rented the room for the day. He wanted her to stay here for the rest of the night. Um, if she wanted to get a massage or anything, just order it to the room. His credit card is linked to the um, room. And if she decides she wants to like stay the weekend or whatever, just let him know. Um, he kissed her. He told her he loved her. And then he went and caught his ride back to the airport. Um, she said, once he got to the airport, um, he let me know. She said, we talked for a while. Um, then he got off the phone because his wife was calling and she said she ended up falling asleep, but she let him know, you know, she texted him and let him know she was falling asleep. And she said when she woke up, she had basically a good amount of money in her PayPal. She didn't tell me much. But she said in the whole year and some change that she's been talking to him, this was the most money he had ever given her. And she was shocked. She said she didn't know how to feel at first because, you know, she had just had sex with this man. And he paid her a substantial amount of money. And she was shocked. So after she tell us this, I'm just looking. I'm shocked. I'm not... I'm more shocked because she had sex with him recently around, I mean, you know what I mean? It wasn't like, oh, they started talking a couple of months later, they met, they had sex. Like she had been talking to him for basically a whole year and never had sex with him. Now, of course she said she would be doing other things when they would be on FaceTime and stuff. But they never had physical sex with each other. And so she asked me, well, did I want to try it out? I was like, no. She said, are you sure? Because he always asks me if I have coworkers or friends because he has um, plenty of friends and coworkers that indulge in the sugar daddy life. And majority of them you know like big women are married to big women and some of his friends they just have a fetish for big women they never been with a big woman before but they have a fetish and you if you know me because you've been listening to my podcasts you know that's a turn off of mine I had did a podcast about a guy I was talking to that had a fetish for big women that is a huge turn off for me so I was like no I'm good especially not no dude that got no fetish turn off i'm good blue was like i don't give a damn turn off turn on hook me up girl (laughs) she's just trying to get in the dough so we're gonna fast forward we're gonna fast forward to three weeks 
Now, around this time, I want to say Blue probably have been talking to her guy for either a week and a half or exactly two weeks. So, I just called her because I hadn't really talked to her that much during this time in the beginning of her talking to this guy. So, I just had to call her because I had to check on her because I ain't really heard from her. And so, she basically was like, man... She should have did this when she was 18. I said, well, how's it going? She said, it's a little weird. She said, I'm not going to lie. He, he's a fetish guy. He has a fetish for big women. And he had me doing some things that, of course, she told me, but I'm not going to say on here. But she said, he pays me pretty good. But some of the things he, he has her doing would just make me cringe. Like, I'm the type of person, I get turned off and I get grossed out really easy. Especially when it comes to sexual things. So, one thing about Blue, she's a good pretender. She got an excellent poker face. Now, it just depends on what kind of situation I'm in with my poker face. But when it comes to stuff like this, like pretending that she likes these things that these men do, she has a great poker face. I'll give her that. And I know some of the stuff be weirding her out and disgusting her. But the way she act, you would never know it. So I asked her, um, so how much money have you received from him so far? She said $750. She was, and basically how she did it, she said, it'll take me a week to make half of that. She said, and I made that within a couple of a week, really, a couple of days, she said. And I was just like, oh, okay. And I asked her, well, are you uncomfortable? Do he make you uncomfortable? She said, at first he did. She said, but you, one thing about Blue is too, I know I keep saying one thing about Blue, but she's very insecure about herself. And that just stems from a lot of men telling her certain things. So she don't think she's really beautiful. She said that um, he always complimented her, like telling her she's beautiful and he would never want her to be feel shy or try to hide her body, that she's never had a man to glorify her body the way he does. And she's not going to lie. She likes it. She said, it got me walking into work like I'm the finest bitch up in here. Can't nobody tell me nothing, although she should already feel that regardless, but He's making her feel that way. So, I'm with it. If it's building her confidence, I'm with it. And so, she was saying that Kitty was asking, you know, have she talked to me? Uh, what I like to do it? You know, she, he's asking her all the time, do she have any more friends? And I'm like, I just don't want to. Like, I don't want to. I just, I don't want to be paid for sexual favors or I don't know I just don't I'm just not that type of person um I'm not gonna say I'm not that type of person I just feel like I don't have it in me because sometimes I doubt myself but blue always pushes me outside my box even if I tell her no she always pushes me outside the block outside of my box so half of the things I didn't experience that I know I would have never experienced on my own it's through her, and for that, I'm grateful. So, 
I told Blue to give Kitty my number because she kept telling me Kitty was asking about me. So I'm at home. I'm chilling. I think I was watching some movie, eating some ice cream. Y'all, that's my favorite thing to do. Sit on my couch with my feet up with a good movie and some something sweet or something to drink. And so she called me and she was saying how her sugar daddy was asking her if she had any more friends. And she have two guys for me that would, you know, that would be perfect for me. That would, you know, they married to big women. They love big women. They don't use big women as a fetish. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. And she was like, you know, you should give it a try. She said, look, you at home, you just chilling, you ain't doing nothing. You could you could probably be making money just sitting at home chilling, doing nothing. I was like, it's not about the money thing. I'm just like, I don't know. She was like, well, I don't want to force you to do something you don't want to do. Because at the end of the day, if you do decide to do it, I'm not going to be there when you talk to these guys. It's just going to be you and a person you're talking to. So I prefer you... I prefer you to know 100% that you want to do it instead of me being the person to pressure you to do it. And I appreciated her for that because she ain't nothing like Blue. Blue would have been putting that pressure on me so thick, boy. But she did say, but I know they would really like you. So I was like, well, you know what? I appreciate it. Let me think about it. So a day went by, y'all, literally a day. And I thought about it, and I said, you know what, I'm going to try it. You know, I'm sitting at home, I ain't doing nothing, I ain't got no man. Like, what's the worst that could happen? If I don't like the guy, I'll just block him and I'll keep it pushing. Now, I text Kitty and I told her whenever she was free to call me. She had called me, like, later on that evening. And I told her, okay, I think I want to try it. She said, are you sure? I don't want you to say yeah because you're feeling pressure. She said, because remember what I told you. You are the one who's going to be having to talk to this guy, not me. So I need you to make sure you're comfortable. I said, well, I don't know if I'm going to be comfortable because I don't know what type of person he is, but I'm willing to try it. She said, okay. Um, well, send me two pictures. Well, send me a picture of you. I said, okay. So I sent her two pictures. And then she told me she was going to you know, call me back. So... She called me back, y'all, in like not even 10 minutes. And she said, oh, my goodness, two of his friends want to talk to you. And I was like, really? I was like, wow. She said, yes. And I said, and she basically was describing them to me. And she said, now, guy A, I would, I would prefer if you wouldn't talk to him. But, of course, I'm going to tell you about him because... He did seem he did say he was interested and I was like, Well what's wrong with guy A? She said she has met him before and he's very um conceited. He's very arrogant. He's one of them men who kinda feel like he can have his way with women just because he have money. Like money will get him out of any situation. Um he belittles women. He just feels like um he's the king, a woman is beneath him, but he kind of needs a woman. I was like, no. Now, guy B is more like her guy. Like, he just laid back. He's very sweet. She said he's kind of shy, but he's a very sweet guy. So I was like, shit, it ain't no question. Guy B. Now, I told her, I said, 
Now, around this time, I didn't move past the whole uh, Google Voice shit, and now I actually have two cell phones. And so I told her, don't give that guy my number, my main number. I'm going to give you another number to give him to call me. And when you tell him my name, make sure you tell him my middle name. I don't want him to know my first name. And she was like, okay. So that's what she did. She gave him my middle name and she gave him my cell phone number, my other cell phone number. So the night is going by. The night is passing and around this time I'm, I'm washing and I'm getting my clothes ready for work in the morning. Um, I didn't already talk to my girls, and I didn't tell Blue, oh, well, I'm basically just waiting on God B to call me. Um, I'm going to let her know how I go. You know, just lacing her up on everything. And so, like around, I want to say like nine something at night, um, I get a text. And it's basically God B. Now, we text him back and forth, and then he goes, is it okay if I call you? And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. You can call me. We text for like an hour. So then he called me. Now, before he called me, I told him to give me a minute because I was like, let me get myself together. Because once I get off the phone with him, I'm going to sleep because I got to go to work in the morning. So I go into bed. I make sure everything locked up, turned off. I'm getting comfortable in the bed. Boom, he calls me. We're talking. He told me his name, which, of course, we're going to call him Sugar Daddy. And he told me, I told him my name. And he told me, well, um, Kitty basically showed me a picture of you, and I just thought you were beautiful. And I wanted to get to know you and talk to you. And I was like, okay. And I told him one thing I do want you to know about me is I'm a very shy person. But when it comes to men, I try to be very upfront. And he told me he appreciated that. He liked that. And if I had, you know, if I wanted to ask him anything, I could. And I appreciate that. And I told him if he wanted to ask me anything, he could. So I immediately started asking, so are you married? He said, yes, I've been married for, I think he said 25 years, something like that. I said, do you have kids? He said, yes. All my kids are grown, and yes, I do have grandkids. And and them them are including his stepchildren, too. Um, I asked him, um, how long have you been indulging in a sugar daddy life? He said, it's been a while. He said, I don't really know how many years, but I know it's been a while. And I asked him how many um, women have he was sugar daddy over? He said, sugar babies. I said, huh? He said, sugar babies. He said, that's what we call y'all. Or that's what we call them. Sugar babies. Sugar babies are basically the women that the sugar daddy talks to. I was like, oh, I had no idea. So I said, well, let me correct myself. How many sugar babies have you had? He said, including me, seven. I said, seven. He said, yes. I said, okay, so 
are you still talking to any of them at this present time? He said, no. I said, so what happened? If you don't mind me asking. He said, four of them um, went off and got married and had kids. I said, okay. He said, one of them um, just stopped talking to him. She just, you know, was... She was one of those people who were who who was trying to become a doctor, and she just found that it was being a it was becoming a distraction, so she basically didn't want to do it no more. And I said, okay. He said, and the sixth girl was the worst. I said, what you mean? He said she was the worst. She's the reason I had stopped doing it for a while. I said, so what happened? Now I want to know. Basically, just for a long story short, he said that he had been talking to her for a while, that he had got really comfortable with her. And he would say some personal things, like maybe about his wife or about his situation, to her. And she would just store all that information. He said one day um, he had came in town. He had been out of town for months. And his wife was saying that she was looking for a housekeeper and a nanny and I said a nanny but I thought all your kids were grown he said yeah but my wife she watches um my grandkids a lot like now that we at the point where we're not having no kids my grandkids are at the house constantly so she wanted to get a nanny for like the day she would have to like go to her doctor's appointments or something like that I was like okay and he said he'll never forget that um, his wife was basically telling him that she wanted to be there when she interviewed a couple of people. And see, he said he had missed the first interview, but he was just coming in town for the second interview. And he said when he walked in the house, his sugar baby was sitting at the table getting interviewed. He said he was terrified. He said this is the first time. He's ever had a sugar baby to, like, come to his house. He said he was pissed because, you know, when they first get to talking, they set their boundaries. And his family is off limits. And he said he was, he was pissed. He said, but he had to act like, of course, he didn't know her. So it killed him that he just had to sit through this interview. And she said, so basically, um... After she left or whatever, she called him and basically was saying that he needs to leave his wife. She's going to tell his wife everything. She has pictures of them. She has video of them. He told her that he loved her and that he wished in a different life he could have been with her and blase, blase, blase. I said, well, did you tell her those things? He said, I did. He said, I'm not going to lie. I did tell her those things. But I also told her that. Although I'm talking to you, I love my wife. But if I could have my cake and eat it too, I would have a life with you too. I mean, technically he is, but it wouldn't be in the shadows. And she, he just said she had got crazy, 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 crazy to the point where he had to get a restraining order against her. I said, really? He said, yeah. So she kind of, it kind of scared him. Because he let his guard down with her. Because he had been talking to her the longest of 
any of his sugar babies. So he let his guard down with her and she betrayed him and he was hurt. He was hurt. But she ended up, I guess, disappearing. He said he he hasn't heard from her. He don't look for her. He don't search for her. I said, well, what made you get a restraining order? He said, because she started, like, sending me pictures of her parked in front of my house, telling me that she was going to go tell my wife. She started sending me, like, little snippets of videos and pictures she took of us. So... He had to, you know, basically protect himself. So that's why he got a restraining order on her. He said after that all settled, he stopped. He said, you know what? I'm not going to put my family through this. I'm going to stop doing this, basically. And he said that's what he did. He said he did that for a couple of years. I said, so why now? Why all of a sudden now you want to indulge in this life again? (laughs) 